What's going on, all my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. And, um, again, um, it's, it was a pretty eventful day. It didn't go too bad, didn't go too good. I feel like shift lead position that I've been doing is kind of becoming second nature, but still a terrible job. I just had a um, margarita popsicle. That's called Freezeritas. <clears throat> and for a dollar, because that's I think how much I paid for it at the at the liquor store. I think I paid a dollar for them. It's not bad. You know, if you're gonna be around your friends, you're kind of just chilling out, especially in the summertime. You can have like three or four of those and, you know, it's a leisurely thing to do. It's not going to get you super fucked up, but I would say after three to five of them, you can feel it. I think it's like 8% alcohol, so kind of like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, but without, you know, having a whole can. So anywho, I just got home from work and the store, and I went to Walgreens again, because there's not really any other options right now. I uh, don't have a bike lock for my bike still, and a lot of places around here are closed by 11 o'clock anyways. And the only store that I could go to, maybe, if I got off at 10, 10.30, is Hy-Vee. That's where I got my last bike stolen from. So I don't really, kind of rubs me a, a bad way just to go there. So, um, so you know, a little bit further, further down the street, in the same area, there's a Walgreens. And some of their shit's kind of overpriced. Some of it. But a lot of it is pretty good deal. You know, you're going to pay that convenience fee or whatever, and there's nowhere else open after, especially after midnight, one, two in the morning. And so I like shopping at Walgreens because I like using my rewards card, and I don't know, I don't shop there that often, but when I do, you know, find some pretty good deals. I didn't really find any deals tonight, but, you know, it's like, buy one, get the second thing for half off, or have a big fucking bag of pistachios, it's usually $10 for like 5 or 6 bucks. Those are the kind of deals I like. So tonight, um, I went and got some gold bond powder for my feet, that was like 8 or 9 bucks. Got a new poofer sponge to use for the shower, and um, I got some corn dogs, and I love corn dogs for one. Story behind corn dogs, you know, 
is, first of all, I don't know if it's something from growing up, but I've always kind of liked corn dogs. And at Walgreens, they don't really have a big selection in their freezer section. And if it, they do, it's expensive as fuck. So you can get a thing of like, I think six corn dogs for like four fifty. So they're less than a dollar a piece, if you think about it. And I'm thinking, well, I could have two of these. I could buy two packs of corn dogs. I'm not going to eat them all tonight, but I'd like to have some maybe tomorrow. And then I got to thinking, well, I don't have any ketchup at home. I don't have any mustard at home. <clears throat> and to me, it's just not the same if you don't have a corn dog with ketchup and mustard. It's it's not. I've done it before in the past with just ketchup, but... So, their mustard was like three seventy nine, and their fucking ketchup was like four fifty. But it was buy one, get one half off, so... It's like, fuck it, I might as well. I put back the Hot Pockets, I put back all the other junk that I had, and I got a frozen pizza. It was a Jack's Pizza for like four fifty. Again, not a terrible price, but I can get it for cheaper. And um, I think I walked out of there spending like forty bucks. And it's not something you want to do all the time, but it's a good place to get your your soap or whatever, your toothpaste, and get your groceries and. Maybe you need to pick up some coffee for in the morning. It's good for that kind of thing. But, you know, it's not a good place to do your grocery shopping. So, with that being said, <coughs> I didn't end up buying alcohol tonight. And I thought, well, that's a good thing. I still had some at home, but I still was proud of myself because I could have bought more could have bought more beer because beer doesn't expire and I'm going to be off over the next, well, the day after tomorrow, I'm going to be off for two days. I'm like, well, I might as well save that money for later down the road. So ultimately, I kind of feel guilty about spending ultimately, like I said, there was nowhere else that I could do my shopping, and uh, I love corn dogs. So, <laughs> anywho, with that being said, there's so many, well, not so many different ways, there's three different ways that you can eat a corn dog. And of course, I like getting them deep fried at the fairgrounds. But, um, when I can't get them any other time during the year I generally like to put them in the oven you know I will put them in the microwave you know I kind of like those like that too because they're soft but I like them crunchy I like them crispy just like if you were to deep fry them and I know it's healthier than deep frying it but that's another thing too Deep fried corn dogs are like <clears throat> the best way to eat a corn dog. So, I've made deep fried bologna sandwiches before. I've just put the bologna in the deep fryer, 
<laughs> deep fried hot dogs. <clears throat> but, I don't know. Many different ways you can eat a corn dog. Microwave, oven, fried, ketchup, no ketchup, mustard, no mustard. <laughs> I even like to put relish on my corn dog every once in a while. It's weird. You can you can put almost anything on a corn dog and it's gonna be good. Barbecue sauce. It's a little weird, but totally doable. Ranch, I don't think so. Can't really dip a corn dog in ranch. But <laughs> hot sauce on a corn dog probably wouldn't be so good. Chili cheese corn dog would probably be pretty fucking good. Because it would pretty much taste like cornbread and chili with the cheese. I'd probably, after it's done cooking, I'd take it off the stick and just eat it with a fork. <clears throat> I'm a little weird when it comes to eating things. <coughs> I think it's going to be good, I'm going to try it. I like dipping uh, original Pringles, just the salted ones, in tapioca pudding. I think that's weird, but it's good. You got the salty, you got the sweet. It's pretty fucking good. I take my, take a dill pickle like the bigger size ones, you get a big jar of dill pickles and you go and get some Parmesan cheese and you just kind of take a bite off the end of it and dip it in that Parmesan cheese. It's good as fuck. I don't know why. It's weird, but it's good. <clears throat> My dad taught me that before, you know, whenever I was a little younger before me and him stopped talking. And, uh, that and putting sugar in my spaghetti sauce are two of the things that I got from him that I'm just I'll never be able to stop doing so uh, kinda makes me think about them from time to time when I make my spaghetti sauce you know cause that's basically how he would have made it it kinda makes me want to make some <clears throat> I'll probably go to the store and get some sauce and some noodles and some sugar, some garlic, some basil. Now, the trick of making their homemade sauce is you have to get a stock pot and you have to take your fresh pressed garlic and your onion and uh, saute that before you even start anything else. I usually like to put a little bit of basil in there and saute that as well. Kind of release some of the flavor. Um, if you're going to use your canned mushrooms or whatever, I don't usually like to, but just add all that in there, you sweat it down, and then you add in your stewed tomatoes and all that shit. <clears throat> 
uh, and I like to let my sauce simmer for two to three hours whenever I do it. Kind of releases all the flavors, gets the that basil and garlic flavor, that zest, but you also get that sweet tangy flavor from the sugar. And I think the problem is a lot of people put too much sugar in the sauce. You have to have it kind of 50-50. Enough to kind of take the acid out of it and make it a little sweet, but not make it like you're eating syrup, you know. I like tangy sauce too, but it just really gives me heartburn. So, yeah, back to the whole work thing. Tonight went really smooth. Started out very slow, and then it kind of picked up. We got our asses handed to us for a minute, but I ended up kind of reviving it, saving it. Kind of held it together like the glue. And towards the end of the night, whenever they started realizing that, yeah, we're going to get out of here early. They started getting happier, and uh, they started saying things like, you know, this is why they like working here. It's for times like this. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, whenever we get out of here at 10, 10.30, that's a good night. But whenever it's Kyle or anybody else that's closing... We're not getting out of here till at least midnight. <clears throat> and it's all because I have it down to a fine science now. You know, I get all the bullshit done and out of the way. That, that you know, it's piddly fucking time-consuming shit, like doing my critical counts, cleaning the fryer and shit. Because if you wait until the last minute, or even if you wait until after 8.30 or... 8 o'clock, it becomes too much at once. You've got too many things going on at once. Tonight, Aiden had the dough started um, as soon as I got there at 4 o'clock. So for pretty much the whole night, on and off, he was doing the dough. And... Some of the dough he didn't have to do because it was already we already had enough. But if he would have had any more dough to do, I would have had to go back there and help him. And we would have probably had to tag team that shit. And we probably would have gotten out of there maybe 30 minutes later than we did. But it just makes me happy when I make my employees happy. Because, you know, nobody wants to be there anyways. But when they're actually excited that I'm there, that's a really good feeling. And I know that they're excited and they're not just blowing smoke up my ass because they'll actually ask me at the end of the night, hey, do you work tomorrow or when's the next time you work or, you know... And so, 
it really makes me feel good. Like I said, uh, it makes me feel accomplished inside, not just to be a good manager, uh, and not just to grow for myself, but it makes me feel good that they can see me as kind of like a friend, and they can come and talk to me about shit. We can sit outside and smoke and talk about anything. And I like to keep it that way. So, I like to keep that camaraderie going. It's a little too warm outside for me to freeze out the bat tonight. Right? And I could have sworn that I've heard him here and there in the walls and in the kitchen. I haven't really heard him tonight. That kind of makes me worry a little bit. And it's warm enough to where, you know, when it does get cold in the evening or nighttime, it's like 50 degrees during the daytime and then it dips down to like 38, 40. And that's when they're trying to get inside to find somewhere warm. When it's not cold enough, not too cold, or it's not too cold, but it's not too warm, you know. The worst time for bats. It's terrible. Like I said, I've lived with mice before. I've lived with bugs even. Uh, at one point in my life, but... Living with bats is something that I'm never going to want to do in the future. <clears throat> Everybody that I talk to is like, oh, we've never had problems with bats. The whole time we've lived here, we've never had problems. I'm like, well, that's great. You know, I've never had problems really in other apartments until now either. So... But it is a lot better than dealing with mice, I'll tell you that. I haven't seen any bugs or any mice here in two years that I've been here. So, that has to count for something. <clears throat> I guess you gotta kinda trade off some shit. <laughs> Do a little bit of wheat. So it's about 1.42 in the morning, <clears throat> Central Standard Time here in America, and um, I'm probably not going to get to sleep until the early hours, until like 4, who knows. Got to do some laundry for work tomorrow. And I gotta eat food still. And I don't see myself going to bed within the next couple hours. So, so I smoked some weed earlier at work with a couple co workers. And they're always talking about how they can get good shit, 
blah blah blah. <coughs> <coughs> And I tell them that I get my shit from the dispensary, and they're like, what? You spend that much money just to get some weed? <laughs> and I try explaining to them that it's quality over quantity. You know, I know that if I spend this 80 bucks on weed, that it's going to last me for a couple weeks. Because I don't roll blunts, I don't pack bowls, I just smoke hitters. And that's about how long it lasts me. So... I could spend 140, 160 or, or whatever a month or less and be high the whole month. Or <clears throat> I can buy weed off somebody for 100, 150 and get a whole ounce. But like I explained to him, I said, I don't smoke that much. And so that shit's going to get dried out. That shit's going to get, you know, it's going to lose its potency and you're just, you're not going to get high off of it. So you're going to be smoking weed, but not getting high. And I know that it's street weed, so it's not as potent or as strong as what you get from the dispensary anyways. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, it's basically not worth it in the long run. Now, if I was smoking with three different people, or if I had a girlfriend that smoked, then maybe it would be worth it for me to get more quantity versus quality. Maybe I would buy an ounce, you know. <clears throat> I could smoke a quarter, or I could smoke a half. But that's, that would be the highest that I would probably go. Because when I get a quarter, that's 14 grams. Or 7 grams. And I've gotten two quarters from the, <clears throat> from the dispensary before. Which was a half. But, like I said, I'm spending... For a quarter and a quarter, I could get... I can spend 160 and get a half. Or I can spend 150 or 160 and get a whole, but it's not going to be as strong. So, like I said, I'd rather just buy the half of the potent shit. <clears throat> and so they don't, they don't really understand that. They just think you know, quantity, quantity, quantity. The amount of what you're getting is just crazy to pass up. And they just don't get it. So I let them smoke some of my weed. I packed them a hitter. You know, I didn't pack a bowl or anything. <clears throat> and a lot of times, they're all smoking bowls or chillums. Or... So I packed them a hitter. And I'm like, here you go. First kid... Scotty, he fucking chokes to death and almost dies. And I'm like, wow, you know, maybe he's just a... Maybe he's not used to it, you know. So then the same thing when I let Aiden hit some of my weed. 
the other day and tonight. He only finished like half of it and he was choking and coughing. And I'm like, damn. So then I let this other kid tonight for the first time. I smoked with him and I gave him a hitter. His name's Marquise. And he hit that shit and he was coughing for like 10 minutes straight. <clears throat> and he was like, sorry, man, that I keep coughing. I don't want you to think I'm a pussy or anything, but that's some good weed, and I haven't had any good weed in a while. So, you know, maybe now they realize that I stick to dispensary weed. Because I tell them, you know, I know it's pure, I know there's nothing mixed in with it. I don't have to worry about them spraying chemicals on it or anything. And a lot of them are like, yeah, right, you know, they're not, they don't do that. I'm like, yeah, they do. Not only do they spray chemicals on it to make it more addicting or to get you more high, but there's some shit out there that's just pure fake weed. Crazy. And I don't want to have to worry about, oh, it's laced with fentanyl or, oh, it's laced with cocaine or whatever. <clears throat> so I don't have to worry about that when I get it from the state, from the dispensary. And I don't have to worry about, you know, the thing when you're buying off the streets, when you're buying weed, is one week you go there and get weed and it's really good. <clears throat> and then the next week you go and you pick up the same amount, quarter or whatever. And it's completely different. It tastes like shit, doesn't get you high, has some seeds in it. You're like, what the fuck? Why am I paying the same amount for bullshit whenever I was paying for the good shit and then you also have to wait around on people all the time I don't miss that you know <clears throat> I used to call up people and say hey I need to get a quarter and they say well I'm not doing my shopping right now and I'd have to wait three hours or you know they say that they're out of weed and they're trying to get more and they don't end up getting any more that whole that whole day until the next day. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I don't have to wait around for a whole day to get my weed. I just go in there, show my ID, pick out what I want, pick out what flavor. <clears throat> I can pick out what what uh, potency it is, the percentage. I can choose if I want to get weed or if I want to get a vape pen. You know, it's just a lot more endless possibilities and more freedom to choose what you want. I feel like a kid in the candy store every time I go down to buy weed. And a lot of people talk about how, oh, you're paying so much in taxes and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times it's like 20 bucks, maybe 40 bucks at the most. <clears throat> Depending on what you get. And in my opinion, if it goes towards the state, if it goes towards schools or the roads or anything, 
helping the homeless. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather put it towards helping my city than putting it in a drug dealer's pocket. And, you know, people like to judge you or criticize what kind of weed you have until it's time to smoke. And then they're like, well, are you trying to match? And I think it's the most stupid thing ever. But when somebody says, do you want to match? It means, do you want to toss in on this blunt or this split? You fill it up with half of your weed, I'll fill it up with half of mine. Or you roll a whole blunt, a whole cigarillo, and I'll roll a whole cigarillo. Um, I think it's stupid. I mean, first of all, there's people out there that will roll a whole cigarillo and expect you to roll a whole cigarillo. And like I said, when you're using dispensary weed, that's at least a $20 blunt that you just rolled. When they're using weed that they just got off the streets, they just put like 5 or $10 worth of weed. So they're getting, they're getting twice as much bang for their buck because they're getting your weed for free. I'm like, no thank you. I'll share with you, you know. Like I told Aiden tonight, he wanted me to pack a uh, Sherlock Holmes bowl, Sherlock Holmes pipe. And I didn't have that much left on me. I'm like, dude. I'm not putting all that in that, you know. I'll share with you. I'll smoke with you. I'll let you do some hitters or some chillums or whatever, but I'm not packing a deep-ass Sherlock Holmes pipe. (laughs) I don't know why I got this frog stuck in my throat, but it's really kind of starting to annoy me. So, you know, I've been worrying and stressing lately about buying Christmas presents, and I don't know why, because I've got plenty of time to buy them, and I'm pretty sure I've got the money to buy them, but I think it's because I've never really bought Christmas presents before for anybody that I can remember. And so, it's going to be a lot of money, not just for the presents, but, you know, uh, we like to get together. Uh, If we don't get together on Christmas Eve, because usually we get together on Christmas Eve over at my sister's, we'll drink, we'll have a little Christmas party, and then Christmas Day we get together and open gifts. But they've kind of changed it to where <clears throat> everybody's doing everything on Christmas Day. And then I've also got to go to my father's side of the family on Christmas Day. So I think we're just going to end up drinking and partying on New Year's. I don't know, but I'm not going to be at work. Because I'm requesting off New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. 
So she better have that figured out. Because I'm going to have it put off, like, I'm going to have it put in for like a whole month ahead of time. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm not going to be the only one that's working all the holidays. And it was funny because when Thanksgiving came around, they gave everybody Thanksgiving off because nobody was going to work it. Christmas Eve, um, it's normal hours. Christmas Day, we have off, I'm pretty sure. But then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is normal hours. I'm pretty sure, I don't know. Either way, I'm not going to be in any shape the next day to go into work. You know, I'm going to be drinking very heavily that night. And on any night, on any usual night that I drink, I, I feel like shit, you know, regardless. Whether I drink a lot, whether I drink a little. <clears throat> so, I'm not going to be, you know, even if I work in the evening, a lot of people don't stop partying until like 3 in the morning. So, you're really only going to have 12 hours to detox. And when you're not drinking anything, when you're sleeping all night, your body doesn't process shit, you know, when you're asleep. <clears throat> And not only that, but like I said, if you're not filtering it with water, then... So it's going to take you twice as long to detox at that rate. So, it's going to take me a whole day to probably feel okay. And I know, you know, my general manager isn't going to want to work it, blah, blah, blah. But... That's part of being a manager. That's part of being a general manager. Is You don't get to go out with your friends and go to concerts and have parties all the time. And that's what she's been doing. And I'm pretty much saying that that's just not going to happen. I want to have myself... I want to have free time to myself as well. This next week, she's got me... Not this week, but this week after that, she's got me with one day off. 40 hours, which is fine, like I said before, it's more money in my pocket, but when you go from having me off three days a week, and now you have me off one day a week, it's hard, it's hard for me to be able to get shit done that I need to get done, like laundry, shopping, you know, uh, getting all that done in one day is not very easy so like I said the day after tomorrow I get two days off in a row I think it's Friday and Saturday and that's going to be the time whenever I get online and buy the Christmas presents and get them ordered and get it out of the way that way I can stop stressing about shit
<laughs> I don't know, man. I think life's been going pretty good here lately, but it needs to be going a little bit better. And I can't get ahead and start doing better until I get into van life, period. I was just thinking about that, and I'm like, it's just impossible. It's purely impossible to start living stress-free without paying rent. Once I, once I stop paying rent, not only am I going to be less stressed out, but I'm going to have more money in my pocket, and I'm not going to have to work as much. So it's just all the way around a good deal. So, I didn't really think about it at first. You know, I was just thinking about buying my mom a present, buying my two sisters a present. But then I got to thinking that I've got my cousin Angela that's been living with my mom. And I feel like I have to buy her something. You know, I don't know what she really likes. I don't know what she's into. I'm not looking to spend a whole bunch of money, but it would be wrong for me to buy my mom a present, buy my sisters a present, and not buy her a present. For my mom to sit there and open up a gift and her not to have anything, would I would feel wrong about that. So, I also feel kind of bad because if I buy my sisters a present, then I only feel right if I buy my brother-in-law's a present. You know, and then it starts this fucking vicious avalanche that just starts tumbling because you started out just buying for three people and now you've got to buy for seven fucking people and <clears throat> I don't know what they like you know I mean I know somewhat what they what they're into but it's very difficult to find out what to buy and keep it in a budget and right now I don't even have a budget it's just you know you buy this you buy that you buy this and hopefully you have enough <clears throat> and I don't know I don't know because I still have to buy myself some things I still have to have groceries to eat on this month so and a lot of people are like, well, why don't you just go out to this store called Five Below and get a whole bunch of cheap presents? And I'm like, because I don't want to be cheap. You know, I mean, I know it's the thought that counts. But when you buy somebody a gift, it generally, <clears throat> it's got to be something that they're going to use or they're going to want or they're going to need. And when you buy gifts that nobody wants or needs or whatever it's a waste of money they're not gonna keep it or they're gonna get rid of it or you know I don't know I have a friend that lives in the Netherlands and in Holland and here lately I've been really saddened over the fact that 
you know, me and her are friends, you know, we talk almost every day, even if it's for 10 minutes, um, we say hi to each other almost every day, and like I said, I'm very grateful with what she's helped me get through in the past, here recently, but here, really recently, here within the past week or two, it feels like she's kind of put me on the back burner a little bit, you know, we haven't been talking as much, she's been busy doing things, and that's fine, she's got her own life, and everything, and I understand that, but, there, there comes a time whenever you're depressed, and you're thinking about things, and you're like, are we really friends, you know, what, what do, what is friends, <clears throat> Do I benefit you, and do you benefit me? And I've even been wanting to buy her a Christmas present or a gift for the longest time. Because she lives somewhere that's really drafty, kind of cold. And I wanted to buy her, like, sweats, like a sweatsuit, or, you know, a portable heater or a portable electric blanket. And she just won't tell me where she lives. She won't give me her address. And I'm, a part of me thinks maybe it's because she can't trust me. Because she, she doesn't know if it's really me or a hacker or something, I guess. I don't know. But we've been talking for a long time. We've been talking for like two years. I've known her. And within the past year, we've been close enough to where... You can tell me where the fuck you live. If I was doing bad off and you wanted to send me a gift and wanted to know where I lived, I would tell her. I mean, do I really think that somebody's going to come and rob me? You know, I don't have anything. So, I don't know. I know today is crazy times, but... Sometimes you just got to let your guard down and, you know, make, make friends, you know. <clears throat> so here lately, I've been, she has a completely different schedule. It's, it's, um, 8 o'clock in the morning there, it's 2 o'clock in the morning here, and she's 6 hours ahead. And so, um, when I get off at 11 o'clock at night... It's usually 6 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. It's early. And she used to stay up all night until 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. But here lately, in the past week, she's been going to sleep at midnight at her time. So she goes to sleep, you know, at midnight at her time. That's like 6 o'clock in the evening my time. Like, an hour after I get to work. So, it's, you know, kind of been testing, because, like I said, haven't really had time to talk to her lately. Uh, but it's just one of those things that I'm trying to work on as an adult, to try to understand more and be less selfish, and, um, I don't know. 
I do have friends that, you know, I grew up with that Delonte, for example, is one of them. And we don't hardly ever really talk. We've been trying to kind of talk more through Messenger and stuff here and there, but it's like, hey, how have you been today, you know? It's not like he actually cares how I've been today, but we're still friends because we grew up together. He benefits me in a certain way. I don't know if I benefit him, but if he ever needed to count on me, you know, I'm always there. And that's what a friend is supposed to be. So, <clears throat> people that say that they're your friend, like I talked about yesterday in my podcast, that never comes around, that never does anything for you, that's never helped you, that's never... They've never seen your darkest times, and they don't know who you are. That's not a friend. And I think I've been lied to by people in the past. It's a possibility, very likely. But then people want to flip it around like it's it's your problem. <clears throat> You're the reason why. I've got enough mental health problems going on dealing with being a manic depressive and um, being an introvert. It's hard enough for me to make friends. So I don't need people that are going to say that they're my friend, that are going to try and make it look like they're my friend. <clears throat> Um, I don't need a girlfriend, you know, I kind of sometimes think maybe it would be nice to have a girlfriend to help me out, pay the bills, to talk to, and experience holidays with, and all that shit. I don't need that. So, you know... For the past five years, I've been, or more, I've been trying to find myself. And I say that, but every year it seems like I find myself a little bit more, I get a little bit more wisdom, I, um, <clears throat> my shell gets a little bit thicker, I, I learn how much further I can truly push myself every day, every year. And... Just whenever I think, oh, I've lived 30 years, I know it all, I've, you know, something else comes along, you learn something new every day. And that's kind of the fascinating thing about living life, that's the most exciting thing to me, is if I didn't have to struggle and I could just live a free life, living in my van and seeing things and doing things, the possibilities are endless so many different things out there. <clears throat> mm. It's crazy 
to be locked up in a cage and be a slave. Because that's basically what, what, how I'm getting treated. You have to work to make money to live or else. That's, that's called being a slave. Because if you don't work, you don't get any food, you don't get anywhere to live, you're, you gotta sleep in the cold. So the government is giving you an ultimatum. You have to work or else. Pretty much. There's no other option. There's either plan A or plan B. Do I want to have to go to work every day, five days a week, and pay half of my money or three quarters of my money towards rent or bills? No. Who the fuck wants to do that? And it's not the way, that's not the American dream. So, the only way to get ahead and to live the American dream is to stop paying so many bills, start saving more money, start seeing and doing more things, and start working a lot less. That's, that's the way you live the American dream. I was watching this video the other day where <clears throat> there was a guy that was talking and I think it was like on YouTube, like a shorts video or something. And he said, most people think that 50 years old is like halfway through most people's life. And that's because most people think that they're going to live to be 100. And he says, and the reality is, most people aren't going to live past 60 or 70. So, most of you, if you're 30 years old, have already lived half of your life. And it really made me think. It really made me stop and think that he's fucking right. And then he went on to say that, you know... You should get out there and, and start basically living retirement early. Get out there and start doing the things that you want to do now and seeing the things you want to do now because when you get older, you can't because you can't fucking move. You can't do anything. You don't have the money. There's so many different reasons why people get old and they never get to see their dreams. And that's because they wait and they work their whole life until retirement <clears throat> if they get to live to see their retirement and so let's say you live to collect retirement and then you live another 10 years after that and that's being very generous because like I said most people don't even make it to retirement age so I think it's 72 here in America but so think about that. You've got 10 years with the rest of the money, as much money as you can spend in 10 years. Every nickel to your name. What Do you think that you're going to have enough time to see and do everything that you want in 10 years? No. You can travel this planet for 30 fucking years. And there's still going to be things that 
you haven't seen. There's still going to be places that you haven't gone, food that you haven't tried. There's just so many fucking endless possibilities out there. And for people to slave away and work, even until you're 50, you know, is crazy before you start actually living your life. You should get out there and start seeing shit and doing shit. And then, once you get older to where you're 50, 60 years old and you start slowing down, that's whenever you find a home base somewhere, you find a little piece of property, and you get a little job working at Walmart as a fucking greeter or something to kind of make ends meet. People are going about it all backwards. And it's the same thing they've been doing with schooling and college and getting a house. That's what they think. They think you should go to college and waste 10 years of your life in order to get a house. That's crazy. You don't need to have... You don't need to have a degree making six figures a year to live a happy life. And majority of people that do make six figures a year are fucking miserable. Because they gotta not only go through all that schooling and shit, they have to jump through hoops. And they have to maintain a job with other people trying to take their position all the fucking time. If you're just a random Joe Blow who's working a job that, yeah, it doesn't make six figures a year, but you can save, you can pay your bills and save 50 grand a year or whatever, then you're doing good. You know, um, people in America have this sick thing to where they think you have to have a degree in order to be something in life. And they tell people, you can be anything that you want to be, but yet you can't because people are always judging you because you don't have a degree or you don't have a GED or a diploma or anything. That's fucking crazy to me. The next guy deserves just as good as of a chance working at a Pizza Hut or working at a Best Buy or Walmart than a dude that has a college degree. In my opinion, people that don't have college degrees <clears throat> are more street smart. They grew up on the streets. They know, you know, it isn't about following everything by the book. And I like that in a person. I like some, you know, that that fight, that struggle. People that came from nothing and they're trying to be something. I like that. I don't like seeing, you know, if I was a manager somewhere, I don't like seeing a fucking college kid come in and, oh, I've got four years a degree and that makes me the best candidate and blah, blah, blah. I don't like that. Because just because you have a four-year degree doesn't mean you have the experience that you need to do this job. You might know how to add and subtract and make theories and shit like that, write a paragraph. But that doesn't mean that you're a good worker. It doesn't mean that you're a hard worker. 
could be that you sat in front of a desk for fucking 10 years and, you know. There's a lot of jobs out there that you don't need a degree. Being a landscaper, washing windows. You know, if somebody were to come there with a degree and say, hey, I want to get a landscaping job. They would probably laugh at you, to be honest. So, I might end up making another podcast. I probably will. I don't know how long it's going to be, but this one's at the 57 minute mark. I feel like I got one more left in me. So, got another beer to drink, got a little bit more weed to smoke. So why not? I might end up, you know, when I get my, the day after tomorrow, when I get my first day off, I probably won't make any podcast, but I probably will the day after. So anywho, I'm going to go ahead and end this one where it sits because there's not a whole lot I could fit in a minute and 30 seconds. So Till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun.